What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode number 58, brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, a.k.a. Founder Numero Uno, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Popfly himself, Founder Numero Dos, Ben disrupt baseball like the casket industry baseball ben what's going on man oh phenomenal that was that was quite wonderful how is disrupting the casket industry are we doing a good job at that i haven't been keeping tabs on it okay well you know what i think i do know who has been keeping tabs on it wait a second who's that chasing mark mcguire for that home run record it's not crane griffey jr no it's not sammy sosa it's our very own great sam bino Ladies and gentlemen, now batting cleanup for the Outfielder Podcast, number three, the great Sam Bino. Good evening, Sam. Hey there. Welcome back, up, man. Guys? Thanks. A tisket, a tasket, I'll go disrupt a casket. Yeah, I don't. I have not been keeping tabs on that. I don't uh, care. Yeah, I think you're good. I don't know ben, why do they call you Mr. Popfly? Uh, why did that start? I think it's because in my very short career in adult amateur slow pitch softball, beer league edition, um, I could never hit it out of the infield. Got it. When you said your brief career in adults, I thought you were going to go a very different direction. <laughs> I, I didn't, but uh, I, I, I see where your head's at. I had the same kind of feeling, so I'm glad that didn't happen as well. Man, spring is here. Baseball is almost here. I'm stoked. Yes, absolutely. We are, uh, at the time of recording this, about nine days away from the uh, Japan series and, what, 17 days away from opening day. Yeah. I'm really excited. Football couldn't end soon enough. And, I, I you know, I've said this once, but... I'll say it again. I can't get into basketball. I just can't wait for baseball to start. I hear you. I mean, I get it. It's just one of those things that you have to go whole hog into, and you've never really wanted to go whole hog into it. And I get it. I understand. It's just a whole other undertaking, especially with as closely as you follow baseball, too. It's true. I I want a whole ass one thing. Right. Yeah. But I'm excited. The league is going to be back. We've got Ben in this year. Jason, Jason's in. It's going to be awesome, man. I'm excited. Yeah, we got ten teams instead of eight, and yeah, it's going to be a great a great season. I've got Vlad primed to have a really big season. Yeah, he's already on the disabled list. That's fine. Yeah, you're glad with Vlad. Vlad. <laughs> no, uh, I'm definitely happy to be out of the minor leagues. Uh, you know, excited to to step my way up in the big leagues where I can, um, you know, be disappointing on a much larger scale. You were pretty good in our league last year. Thank you. I appreciate that. Have you come up with a team name yet, Ben? Uh, yes. Uh, it's the return of the Man Bear Pruig. Oh, come on. A little South Park, little right. former Dodger reference. I, I don't know if I like mine yet or not. I really can't decide. It's Hap's A-hole hair. But ah, there's some meat on That's the bone, strange. I think. Ben, I went with Sangwan O Miss. <laughs> Excellent. The racial undertones are off the off the charts. A little deep. A little deep. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely I love it. Could probably go with um, probably go with something about the uh, that news story. Uh, actually, y'all see that that story about a chicken tender out out in Arlington? Y'all Dude, see this one? That thing is unbelievable. So, uh, Texas Rangers concession stands 
uh, this year are now selling a two-pound chicken tender served in a basket of fries. You're not going to believe this. It's called the Fowl Pole, F-O-W-L. So stupid. Fowl Pole, available for the low, low price of $27.50. Ugh. That, I mean, it's just not going to be white meat, right? It's just going to be like chicken nugget meat. Almost I think certainly. they should have just used a pork tenderloin. I, I would agree with that. It's almost certainly going to be that. I think Jason's going to gonna eat it and, and give us a review on it, though. Now, is he going to eat the whole thing? There's I feel tr- like that's got to be a requisite. If you got to eat the whole thing and then tell us about that experience. From oh, I bet you he will. I wouldn't put it past him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> did anyone ever eat the like two and a half foot hot dog? I didn't. The boomstick? Yeah, yeah. the bo- boomstick dog. That's right. No. no, nothing Nelson Cruz will ever touch my body. <laughs> Outstanding. What a what a reference. That's incredible. Yeah, we were laughing about that earlier because what did you put in the chat that you would Pay twenty seven fifty for him to yeah, catch a foul uh, ball. We were we were texting and uh, and I would have said that every Ranger fan would rather spend twenty seven fifty instead of spending it on the foul pole. We'd all chip that money in if Nelson Cruz wouldn't have dropped that dang ball in Game Six. Yeah, I'd save the twenty seven fifty. I think. What are the? Does anybody know um, the repercussions for starting a Kickstarter? Because I feel like we should see <laughs> how much money we could raise, just to see how much money we could raise. Brandon, will you look into the implications of us starting a <laughs> an actual Kickstarter? Yes, sir. I'll say uh, Sam asked for it. So, yeah, for at sure. a certain point, would it be to where we're trying to like get them to replay the game, and we have to figure out player salaries, or are we just going to invest in the DeLorean with a flux capacitor and go back to to twenty eleven? Like, what what type of a uh, of an investment are we talking about here? It's mm. a good question. I think we could really use it for a lot of things. I personally think that we could probably make better food than this giant chicken tender. Well, I don't think the chicken tender is cooking, Justin. What a bad joke. We're the crickets when you need them. <laughs> Thank you. Here all week, folks. Love it. Alrighty. Well, Ben, who's sponsoring the pod today? Let's see what I have on the old teletype here. Are you tired of too many jerks at your live action role playing sessions? Do you wish you could cast a lightning bolt on a plus three goblinoid from the ethereal plane? Well, look no further than Bryce Harper's nice LARPers. That's right, sports fans. This MLB slugger has put together a social network aimed at bringing together fans of politeness and paladins. Sign up today and be sure to look at our new pop-up location just outside Philly. Back to you, J-Mac and Sammy. (laughs) Oh, yes. That was... (laughs) You redeemed that terrible joke with a really fucking good bad read. Harper Larper, that's so good. Oh man, Ben asked Goblin me earlier word. in the week if LARPing would be too far of a like far fetched term, like if I knew what that was and if you would know what that is. I was like, I think we, yeah, I think we no, at least I've have played the- Warcraft a lot. <laughs> Mark that. <laughs> oh man, so good, Ben. Bravo, bravo. Well, yeah, nice work. something we haven't done in a while is the piece of shit corner. So let's do that. This is Paul Ramham from WBAT in Cincinnati. We interrupt this regular schedule of programming to bring you this breaking news bulletin. It appears that people have been called pieces of shit from around the globe. 
Baseball players in particular seem to be the main target. However, no person, concept, or universe is exempt from this cruel but very usual punishment. The perpetrator has been identified as the great Sambino. Police have confirmed that he is still at large and about to take his piece of shit corner. Ding, ding, ding. Huge piece of shit. Great. We, we have a single solitary piece of shit uh, for tonight, and that is the Tampa Bay Rays, formerly the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Ooh, yes. Actually, I would like to add on to the piece of shit corner, but you go ahead and do this one first. Yeah, so sure. So did they I'll have t- an exorcism to get the devil out. Yes. Mm, I don't recall how they lost the devil. Maybe maybe they were like sick of paying too much money for the extra letters on the uniforms. That would be my <laughs> guess because they are cheap as fuck. Yes, they really are. The only uh, decent jerseys they have are the ones that say the devil rays. Yeah, for sure. The one from like 97 or whatever year that was, like 2003, I guess it was. Something like that. When did yeah. they come? Well, I'll look that at that. A- you go on. And it, anyway, they, they're a very cheap organization. Um, so... They had the AL Cy Young winner on their team last year, Blake Snell. Um, He won the AL Cy Young. He led the majors in ERA and wins. Um, And for all of his efforts, he got a $15,000 raise from the double raise, 10,000 of which was mandated by the MLB to raise the minimum uh, pay, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, So essentially the raise gave him a $5,000 pay bump for, you know, all of his excellent performance from last year. I mean, they had 90 plus wins last year. He's a big reason that they were so successful. Um, and just a real, like, you know, kick in the teeth for someone who's, you know, who warrants a lot more money than that. What would you say would be fair? Yeah. So, uh, similar situations, uh, players who win the Cy Young and do really well for their teams in previous seasons get, you know, somewhere somewhere in the ballpark of a hundred thousand dollar raise. I mean, he's not it's, he's not hurting over this, right? The guy's making five hundred plus thousand dollars a year, but I think it's more more the principle of the matter. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think you know pretty much ten times what they gave him would have been nice. It is a true mushroom stamp to the forehead. You want to pull you want to pull that apart for the audiences who don't understand what that means. Me? Uh, no, I'm good. Uh, you should look it up sometime. <laughs> is it on urban dictionary yes it's also sure. it's also alludes to the fact that he wears that weird hat that's like extra padded because he's one of those he has a weird he's shaped one of head. those guys i'm pretty sure either that or he's got a really weird shaped head i think that we've talked about that before on this show you know i would never know because why the fuck would i ever watch a tampa bay rays game so true it's a good point sad uh it is sad they should have kept the devil in their name i think that would have made them more ferocious they had a picture of a, a ray on there before. It was, they had like purple and green and yellow on their jerseys. They were legit. They like have some really colors. cool things about that team. Like they have a tank of fucking stingrays at the game. Like that's oh, so yeah. cool. We're at the trap though. Like, I know. Uh, like that's there's some really cool things about that club that really get overshadowed by the fact that it's at the trap in in St. Petersburg. They would have won most divisions in baseball. Is that that's that correct? True? I mean, they they had a great record last year. I think they had 97 wins. Yeah. Ben, are you looking this up? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm not. Oh, you look like you were looking it up. Um, I was trying to come up with a good pun for Blake Snell. Uh, yes. Just couldn't couldn't get there. Can I uh, add my piece of shit? Please. So yes. my piece of shit is no other than Jose Canseco. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Bring it home, J Mac. Yeah, so I blogged this. So I'm I'm going to bed last night. I was literally I closed up my computer. I was browsing Twitter on my phone real quick just to make sure I hadn't missed anything. Let's and, pause real quick. Yeah. That he closes the big screen so we could look at the internet on the small Correct. Screen. Well, actually, technically I had a notification on my phone that I was trying to clear. That's kind of where I was at. Anyway, sure. so I go onto Twitter and I start seeing all these tweets from Jose Canseco just absolutely blowing up A-Rod and J-Lo. And a little background, they got engaged this past weekend. But I don't understand why Canseco was trying to blow them up. I really don't understand. Does he just need more minutes of fame? Probably. He must. Maybe he was shot. He was mad that A Rod brought another ring to the Bronx. I mean, maybe, but he's just so roided out, dude. The best part about it is at the very he prattles off like five tweets. And at the very end of it, he's like, Oh, shout out to this kid for wearing my jersey with my number on it. It's like what oh, we're back, huh? That home run ball that went off his head did something to his uh, uh, medulla oblongata. It really did. You know, in the Simpsons baseball episode, he was the only one that wanted control over how they wrote his his character. Like, he wanted to be a hero. And so that's what they did. My lizard brain wanted to call him a name that I shouldn't say on the air. Yeah, probably for the best. He definitely sat there and pulled stuff out of a burning house and got to be the best part about the Simpsons is whenever someone tells them to do something, they just take it so over the top typically and just, you know, make it absolutely outrageous. So him pulling all the furniture out of the burning house and just setting it next to each other. It's just fantastic. Can we talk more about if Sam was a lizard, what type of lizard would he be? Hmm. Sam? Yeah. I I think he'd want to go like Komodo dragon. But I'm getting more like one of those lazy iguanas in one of his Hawaiian shirts. It's funny that you bring iguanas up because this is about to go full circle. Are you ready, Sam? (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) About five years ago, six years ago, I think it was, I saw my time hop today. I came to California to visit you, and we ate at no other than iguanas. Yeah, the home of the burrito zilla. Yeah, it was incredible. Wait, there's a burrito (laughs) zilla? Yes. I'm not making it up. Tell me more. <laughs> it's just a it's a mission style burrito place in San Jose. It's yeah. really good. That's your, your full circle for you. So Jose Canseco in the piece of shit corner, along with Tampa Bay Rays. I'll Hold think on. about what type of lizard I want to be, Ben. We'll, t- Thank we'll you. discuss next episode. You name the time frame, I'll name an asshole. Good work, guys. Well, Speaking of lizards, um, actually the complete opposite, uh, big outfielder news this week for everyone. We dropped our first commercial. Dude, it's pretty awesome, right? Let me go out and give a uh, huge kudos, congratulations, props, whatever type of um, accolades you want to give out to old JMAC founder numero uno, because uh, a lot of people work their tail off on this, but I know... Uh, Good old Johnny Mac himself did a ton of work to to pull this off. Justin, well done. Thank you, thank you. Here, I'll even do this. Seems like seems a little hollow, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it it seemed hollow when you pressed the applause button. That's what I'm yourself. saying. Yeah, that that's, seemed hollow. But it no, all um, the way you built it up felt like it needed an applause. Thank you. No, yeah. that's that's great. Um, so I I especially love uh Sam. How did Justin pitch this to you that you needed to be standing in a snowstorm? <laughs> He basically said, I'm going to bring my camera and we need to go shoot some footage at a baseball field. And that's the only context I got. 
Um, I didn't ask a lot of questions. I was actually extremely sick in Colorado. Like it's possible I had pneumonia. I don't really know. I was so addled with cough medicine that you could have told me to do anything. And I mean, to be fair, we, it took us about 50, not even, it took us more time to drive there like six times over than it did footage wise. I mean, it was nothing. It's true. It wasn't that bad. Uh, and it was, it was a nice, you know, respite from sitting in the house. The fact that you have the Rangers hat with the, with the earpieces and everything yeah, was the, absolutely the perfect. cap. <laughs> yep. It was absolutely perfect. I, that's, I knew there was a reason I left that hat in Colorado, and that was it. That was absolutely it. Oh, so you had it in Colorado. Okay, I was like, yeah. why would he have this? <laughs> it's very much in Colorado forever. He showed it to me a couple years ago, and I, I must have subconsciously made a note of it, because I was like, that is perfect for what we're trying you to do. You did that in your mind palace? <laughs> <laughs> what the yes. fuck is a mind palace? <laughs> Y'all, y'all don't watch uh, Sherlock on uh, on on Netflix. Brandon, can you back me up here? You you a fan of the old Sherlock uh, BBC masterpiece thing? Those are good. You talking about the uh, the older Sherlock or the younger Sherlock? It's with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. No, but oh you could God. probably pass for a, a Benedict Cumberbatch lookalike. Wow, I mm. I'm both complimented and insulted, sir. And I appreciate. There you go. That was my design. That's good. No, uh, for you. So in this case, here's the thing. Recommendation to all of the uh, Grounds crew out there. Just log on Netflix. After you finish watching this episode, you're not doing anything else anyway because you're listening to a baseball podcast in the middle of March. So log on to Netflix. and <laughs> Stop laughing at that. That wasn't that funny. Um, so go on Netflix and watch Sherlock. Uh, it's amazing. Each episode's 90 minutes long. It's Sherlock Holmes set in the modern times. So it's great. You just said it with such authority. <laughs> like, you really suck, you know that? That's <laughs> really how you sound. They don't suck. They're amazing. They're listening to our podcast. They're my favorite people in the world next to my kids. So, like, I'm very happy about that. Okay. Shout out to you if you're listening to this podcast. Strong agree. Strong agree. Ben, I have watched that show. The, the expression Mind Palace, I, I don't recall. I haven't watched it in a while. We're re-watching it right now, and that's how he remembers things as he goes into his quote-unquote mind palace. Mm. You know, he just talks so fast, I can't actually pick up all of the words. It's all very British. Subtitles <laughs> are good and things like this. Anyway, we shot a commercial. Y'all should watch it, and make sure you stay tuned for season two of the Outfielder Podcast. Yeah, it's on the, the new website that we launched the other day. It's on uh, Facebook. It's on Twitter. It's, it's out there everywhere, so make sure to check it out. A lot of good stuff in it. Ben and I had a great time doing our portion of it, too. And, you know, evading arrest and whatnot. So it was, it's good times. And we'll do some uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. I got some some different uh, pictures and whatnot from the actual shooting of the commercials. We'll get that out there at some point. It's maybe some bonus content whenever things are slow in the summer or something. Put that on the good old Twitter or on the good old Instagram. Check them out, at OutfielderPod. Boom. Do we have a concept for a second commercial, maybe mid-season? Possibly. I, I've got a few ideas. We're having That's the interns cook something that. up in the uh, oh, in the incubator room. We are getting these summer interns back. I forgot about that. That's right. Yes. Who's heading up uh, that up this year, Ben? Is that uh, you? I think Brandon's going to be head of our intern development program. I think he had a, a tie-in with um, MIT. Brandon, is that right? MIT is that where you're uh, you're currently fishing around? The uh, Midget Institute of Technology? Yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> what an incredible joke. <laughs> a 
was uh, oh, talk about teeing it up for a home run. Good lord! <laughs> so does that mean we need to double the head count that we expected? Probably. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Shortstop has a new meaning. <laughs> oh boy! Amazing talk. Um, another thing we're going to be doing this year that I'm really excited about. We're going to be getting out with the fans a little bit more. Uh, and when I say that, it means us getting out of our living rooms and actually being social with everybody. We're going to start doing ballpark Saturdays. So we're going to go to the ballpark in Arlington. We'll announce it every every month. We're going to do one Saturday a month. Me, Ben, Jason, Sam, when you're in town, Brandon, everybody's going to be out there. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're just going to drink some beers, hang out, chat about baseball. Yep. We'll probably try to get some, uh, some decent audio um, just to... People saying hi, whatever we want, asking us questions, and uh, we'll go from there. It's going to yeah, be great. We have a new road machine where we can record very, very high-quality podcasts on the road. So I think we're going to be you know, making use of that while we're out there. When you said road machine, I was like, you mean an automobile? <laughs> a car? We have new road machine. No, Sam, I don't, drive a, <laughs> I don't drive a car. I drive a road machine. <laughs> That's fantastic. No, it's awesome though. So it's it's used specifically for that, so we don't have to use our phones and whatnot anymore. It's gonna be nice and easy. Uh, so also, wouldn't J Mac be the type of person that would come in and be like, "No, I don't drive a car. It is a road machine." And like, just get that one extra thing in. Like, I bought into the branding on this vehicle. Yeah. Yes. Why not? Early adopter. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? It's good. You want to be ahead of the curve, or you're gonna fall behind, Ben. Just say okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! On a billboard? Yes, there's billboards all throughout the city with the SLM logo that just say that. Also known as road words. (laughs) Road words (laughs) for my road machine. (laughs) This is stupid talk. This is really bad radio. Um, (laughs) Spring training's here. Sensibly loud radio. That's right. Have you guys uh, checked into much spring training baseball yet? I've seen Bryce Harper hit two simulated game home runs, and I'm excited for the Phillies to be like. They're going to be their odds jump substantially whenever he signed. I yeah, mean, it's I think like crazy. tenfold. Yeah, I think it went from twelve to one to like four to one, something like that, like overnight. That's insane. That never happens in Vegas. I mean, who in the division is going to overtake the Phillies? I don't know if Atlanta has the firepower because the Braves won it last year, right? I think the Braves could do it again, but the Phillies are looking pretty strong. They, I mean, they have their weaknesses as well. The Phillies. Are, I think the biggest thing that's going to get in the Phillies' way overall is Gabe Kapler, to be honest with you. I think that the players don't really like him. There's been a lot of that talk going around. And I feel like his approach is to analytics first. And it just can't be that way. Like, there's still a human element to this game that can't be quantified. Manages too much with the head, not enough with the gut. Correct. Balls. With the balls. With the balls, yeah. It's low-hanging fruit is what that is. Um, Not all the time. It depends on the temperature. That's true. <laughs> Can you applause that? Yes. <laughs> applause. A hot button today. I like it. Better than the crickets. I think my thing would be the what you're going to see, and we're going to have a, a preview episode that's coming, I guess that'll be the next episode, and we'll talk more about this, but the fact that you have Bryce Harper being able to get on base as often as he does, and then Reese Hoskins coming behind him to mash dingers, that's going to be lethal. Yeah, I think uh, team. this happened in Washington last year. They were trying to pitch around Harper 
um, lead off. So he got on all the time and then people behind him would hit home runs. Um, so they're going to have to start pitching to him eventually. And that's, that's not good either. No, that's not someone you want to pitch to. No, any pitcher that warms up with their first pitch, just like a, whatever down the middle is just going to get smoked. (laughs) Yes. It's so true. He's going to take the first one he sees. That's just an absolute meatball. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically what Washington was really trying to do. It's just, they didn't have the firepower to do it. Now they, now Philly does. Yep. It's crazy to me that Washington, so they made him that deal earlier on is what it sounds like. They tried to give him 10 years, 300 million. And he pretty much said, no, it feels to me like they thought they knew he was going no matter what happened. I don't think there was ever a chance he was signing back there. I thought you're saying Washington made him that deal first. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not convinced of that though. I think they gave him as much as they possibly could. They have a lot of payroll. They have uh, Max Scherzer and Strasburg. They're two of the top three highest paid annually players. Like they've got a lot on their plate right now. Mm-hmm. That's a good offer from a team that he already knows. He knows the org. Um, I think they thought they could have done that. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, they couldn't, they probably couldn't or wouldn't be willing to do anymore. I don't think it was a, here's an obligatory $300 million offer knowing that we're not going to get you. I think, I don't think that's right. Well, no, I'm not saying that they didn't think that, but what I'm saying is whenever he rejected that, he made it pretty damn clear that he probably was not coming back. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think that they ever thought that he was coming back. If you can't get me for 300, you can't get me for anything. That's sort of a message. Yeah, exactly. And Sam, you're right. Their payroll is through the roof. So, I mean, they've got their, their problem comes from the top down because they they're on like their third manager in five years or something like that. And I don't blame Harper for entertaining other, other offers at the very minimum, much less leaving. What's wrong with three managers in five years? Naively asked the Rangers fan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, doesn't really seem like you gain a lot of momentum with actual strategy there. Oh, okay. I actually can't remember the name of the manager that now manages the Rangers. I forget it. Woodward, Woodward right? Sure. You should look that up. <laughs> Do I need to? Does it matter? Are we going to win? Does it? I don't know. Well, whoever they are, they're welcome on this podcast anytime. Yeah, Chris Woodward is the third base coach from the... Dodgers. Probably the first media invitation he's gotten all all preseason. <laughs> Probably so. Well, a question I that I always end up used to be as much as it did. <laughs> That's really good. A question that I always get asked around this time of year is just it's very simple because there's so many transactions that happen over kind of like a long period of time. Baseball free agency is crazy in that it has like ebbs and flows of times where things happen like you know, winter meetings are always a big time when big transactions happen. And then as you're drawing closer to spring training and all that. But the common question that we always get is, who the hell is on what team anymore? So I figured that we would kind of go down the list and look at each division and just kind of real quick note some of the big acquisitions that have happened or just notable acquisitions at all. That's right, sports fans, where we take you around the diamond in a segment we like to call Who's on First, What's on Second, I Don't Know's on Third, and that's the segment title. Didn't think that went all the way through, did you? Yeah, it, it kind of piddled out. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you got most of it. I like it. What was it? What was uh, the opposite to Paul Ramham's name? Uh, Something. Something. That's right. Ernie Calcutta from Alameda. That's right. <laughs> What a champion. 
Uh, this episode 55 throwback where you get to hear um, some special guest announcers. Yes, just a couple episodes ago. That one did really well, by the way. Everybody seemed to like that one a lot. Excellent. Yeah. Um, let's start in the American League East just because that's what we're doing. And <laughs> let's start with the Blue Jays. The first name on this list made me laugh really hard, Clay Buckholz. I can't believe that guy's still playing baseball. How old is he now? God, let me take a look. He's got to be like mid-30s. I'm going to say 32. Yeah, I'm going to say like thir- more like 34. 35. Uh-huh. He'll turn 35 this year, born August 14th of 84. Yeah. I, he he kind of shaped up okay, I believe, last year for the, the Diamondbacks, didn't he? He did. He had a pretty good season. He got hurt though, which is pretty common with him. Yeah, he played in he played in 16 games and had a 2.01 ERA. That's not too bad. 98 innings pitched, 22 earned, nine home runs, struck out 81. It's not terrible. Could be worse for like a fourth, fifth guy. So I thought that was an interesting ad. Ben, what are you? What's interesting to you here? I'm interested at anyone that they got from winning clubs. So I'm. Interested to see with the addition of like Trent Thornton. Um, I like Matt Schumacher a lot. Yeah, he came back from uh, that. He got hit in the skull yeah. <laughs> like a season and a half ago. Dude, that was uh, bad. And before that happened, he was really, really good. He had a really low whip and a really low ERA and a lot of strikeouts. So if he can come back to form, that would be a huge win for the Jays. Definitely. Uh, let's look at the Orioles here. Not a lot of. Do we have to? Should no. we just go ahead and start skipping them now so yeah, that we don't honestly, have to skip them later? There's not a whole lot of of good stuff here. Kind of lame. Um, they're just in that rebuild mode where they're just saving draft capital and all that. So, just what do we think that the proposed rebuild rules around making sure that you win certain number of games? Do you think that that makes teams like the Orioles rethink their strategy or do you think that until anything's put on paper with the ink dry they're not going to change anything not a thing I think even if the ink was dried it would take them four years to adapt that's just the Orioles yep <laughs> okay. hey they got rid of uh, Buck at least Final. which was that I'm really surprised he's not, he wasn't hired anywhere else to be honest with you not yet just pouring out of 40 yep anything interesting on the Rays here Sam uh, Charlie Morton. He yeah. had a really good season with the Astros. Yeah, he did. I like him a lot. He's a strikeout pitcher, not a ground ball pitcher. He's a strikeout guy. He has serious health issues, though. So um, in classic Rays fashion, I think he has a very high ceiling and a very low. Didn't they um, move him to the Padres last year or the uh, Pirates? Yes. That's- it's peaks and valleys, huh? For sure. Dude, you're telling me I had him in fantasy a couple years ago and Peaks and Valleys is the best way to put it. I had him for parts of last season when he was good, and it was nice. Well, as we're making our way through the division, I hate to tee up Justin here, but Justin, what do you think about uh, what the Red Sox did? To be honest, they didn't add enough pitching. They've looked horrendously terrible out of the bullpen all throughout spring training so far. They brought back Carson Smith. He's the dude who hurt his own shoulder by throwing his glove at the ground. Um, Tyler Thornburg, who they traded for a couple years ago, that was the uh, Travis Shaw trade to Milwaukee that sent sent him there. Uh, oh has pitched like not even an inning and looks horrible. I'm glad they brought Ivaldi back. He's a good four five guy. Steve Pierce is a good pitch, you know, hitter guy. I, I don't know, man. I just 
I don't feel like they did enough. And I think that's going to cause them to have to go to try to get something big at the deadline, which concerns me. Just from a cost standpoint or from a supply and demand, you don't know who's going to be available standpoint? Uh, more from a cost standpoint, I would say. But we'll see. I told you, though, if they repeat this year, for whatever reason, I will get a tattoo on my back of the Red Sox logo. I This is the first time actually hearing of that. Well, we've definitely yeah. talked about this, have we not? So what's the tattoo you get if the Yankees win? Nothing. They will you get know, nothing. I've got to say that feels like a wasted stroke, Justin, because you're always wearing something with a Boston B on you. So what's the point? Yeah, doesn't matter. I don't know. I'm wearing two things right now. <laughs> so are you are you concerned about their bullpen or their rotation? Because their rotation is strong. Yeah, it's really strong. I'm concerned about their bullpen. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with Evaldi coming back, especially at a cheap price. I think Porcello will be Porcello. He'll have a great first half and weird second half as usual. And Sale looks fantastic in spring. David Price's look good. Yeah, I'm not really concerned about it. But I'm not happy with the bullpen at all. So we'll see. I think the Yankees honestly did the most as far as additions this offseason. They look scary. Yeah. Very scary. But I did see that uh Severino, isn't he out isn't he gonna be out for like a while? Didn't he get hurt or something? Hold on, let me look at this. That sounds right. Talk about Here, here's the list of, of- players that the Yankees added. None of these guys suck. It's Zach Brighton, J.A. Happ, D.J. LeMahieu, Adam Adovino, James Paxton, C.C. Sabathia, Troy Tudelitsky. Yeah. That's like a that's like a solid, solid group of people that they've added. A lot of pitching and a couple middle infielders. It's a lot yeah. of depth, that's for sure. Yeah. It's a ton of depth. They um, added more pitchers than I think the Rangers have in solid talent already on staff. That's probably we'll get to the Rangers, or maybe we'll just skip them. Danny, even Danny Farquhar is an interesting addition. It's just extra help. Really is. I like I like all the additions they made, to be honest with you. DJ LeMayhew, we've had a lot of discussions about him. I feel like he's really underrated too. He's nails. He consistently hits for average, very high average. He just can't hit for power. So he can it's kind of interesting to see that the Yankees picked him up because they love power hitters. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's, it's a shrewd move. I like that guy a lot. By the way, uh, Severino just has shoulder inflammation. They're not sure what that means yet. So I uh, think it's interesting that, uh, DJ LeBayhew, that he chose that as his DJ name. He'd think in the Bronx, he'd want something with a little bit more cred. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Do you have any suggestions? Nope. <laughs> going to walk into that trap. Yeah. You were ready for the joke. You weren't ready for the follow up were you. Nope. <laughs> Um, moving on to the AL Central, I feel like the Indians made a lot of moves that were kind of quiet. Overall, uh, I really was surprised. I'd forgotten that Hanley Ramirez signed there after a year yeah. off, pretty much. Hanley. Yeah. That's probably a good value signing, right? Good value. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, he, oh, okay. I mean, I still think he was like taking PEDs and just like didn't get caught. Oh, but, yeah. I but, definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. There's something that caused the Red Sox to cut bait with him like they did, and it's not all that weird scandal. Was that two years ago? That was last year. That was only last year? Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. I thought that the other day, too, where I was like, man, that feels like it was so long ago. That was definitely last year. It was like May of last year. There's a lot of movement on this Indians team here. There really is, and nobody really of note, I would say. But they're dealing with a lot of aging players, especially... Guys like Andrew Miller and stuff like that that are getting older and not able to 
You Didn't know, Jake Bowers have a really good season last year for the Rays? I thought he hit like a ton of home runs. Yeah, yeah I, think- I think they're just trying to like they see that their window is closing. So right now, ownership is just writing checks to try and get names in to try and, and seal it. You know, because they, they lost to the Cubs. Was that two years ago? Three years ago. Three years. Uh, three. Three years ago, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, because it was Cubs, Astros, Red Sox. Okay. So they see that that window is is closing. Yeah. Also, they added noted guitar player Carlos Santana. Always good. He's a great fantasy player. Yeah. Just yeah. jot that down. Yeah. He hits a lot of bombs. Uh, he, I don't know. It's weird. He like, he's getting old now, so that doesn't help. But he's just one of those guys that weirdly does well in fantasy. Not sure why. Uh, Royals inter- added some interesting names. I didn't realize they had added our buddy Brad Boxberger. Unfortunate for them. He is really good in the first half and really shitty in the second half. He was with the Diamondbacks, right? Yeah. Yep. He was leading the majors in saves for three months easy. So, I mean, look at this. I mean, plus they picked up Deakman from the Rangers. That's that's that's, those are two decent pitching additions for Kansas City. I like Deakman a lot. I always have. I don't think he was utilized properly in Texas for some reason. I'm not sure what that was. Well, we just don't utilize pitching very well. That's true. Homer Bailey feels like he's been out there forever. How old do you did think? Did get him from the Reds, yeah. or did he move to another team between the Reds and the Royals? I'm pretty sure he's been on the Reds this whole time. I'm showing he's 32. God, he feels so much older than that. How old am I? Jesus. <laughs> Just a check-in. <laughs> um, moving on to Detroit. Josh Harrison was a really good signing, I think, for Detroit. When healthy, very good. Yes. That's the problem. Jordy Mercer also a Pirates? Like, did they just pick up the whole Pirates squad? Almost. <laughs> I can't believe Matt Moore is on any Major League Baseball team after last year. He was on the Rangers last year. No, that was like two years ago, right? Oh, I'm pretty sure that was last year. He was poop. Wasn't he? Oh, I think the Giants were Giants the year before, before that. that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was Rays, Giants. Good on Rays, terrible on Giants, terrible on Rangers. Yep. Yeah, that old six seven nine ERA will hurt you. <laughs> uh, from thirty nine games, I might add. Uh, Tyson Ross, very good pitcher uh, from Padres, throws heat. Yes, throws a lot of heat. Gets hurt. I guess a they lot. get up on him. Yes. Yeah, he was with the Oakland before that. Yeah, gets hurt a lot. Also, but also good. Also came through Texas and pitched a seven seven one ERA, but it was only in twelve games. Wow. <sighs> He was hurt, though. By the time he got here, he was hurt. Which probably shouldn't have been the case, given how the trade thing usually works. But, you know. Uh, you know who looks sneaky good in, through spring training so far and who have added a lot is the Twins. What makes them look good? They've had massive offensive prowess throughout the, the few games that I've seen them so far. I've actually caught a couple of Twins games at the office and stuff. And Miguel Sano is out. Yes, but adding Nelly, I know you guys are down on him, still helps. Marwin Gonzalez is a weird utility player that seems to always produce somehow or another. We looked into his production. I mean, I would think they're going to get more out of Jonathan Shope this year. You can't get a lot less. I know that. (laughs) Yeah, I think some of those are just like you're writing inexpensive checks and hoping that you strike gold on one of them. Yeah. 
you know, because if one of those free agent additions pans out, you've you've made back your investment. Well, and they were on paper sued to be a much better team last year. They just didn't yeah. pan out that way. I wonder They've if, got... the, if the like the the how frozen it was because they they ended up having to postpone like their first eighteen games or something stupid. That's like true. in their first that. month, they had to move. So this feels like that they never unthought. <laughs> I like that. I like that thought. Yeah, perfect. It's thinking outside the box. White Sox, uh, anything notable here, Sam? Uh, Ivan Nova, he used to be really good. Yeah, like a million years ago. <laughs> uh, Colome, the uh, closer, he's really good. Yes, that guy's nails. He throws heat, too. Yeah, fireballer. Um, no, nothing nothing else. White Sox are going to be garbage. They couldn't get um, Big Domino Machado, so they're out. Man, what a what a whiff too. That sucks. Sucks real hard. I still can't believe he chose San Diego. We'll talk about that when we get there. Yeah. Great. Um moving on to the AL West, Angels. Cody Allen. Not addition bad. to the Angels. Uh I'm looking at Jonathan Lucroy and mm-hmm. Matt Harvey. Lucroy from uh, Milwaukee and Harvey from the Twins. I think those are two decent sized names landing out west. I would agree if Matt Harvey could be healthy, but he was, he did okay with uh, Cincinnati last year. I'm pretty sure. Let's take a look at his yeah, numbers. He did okay. He had some flops, but he was, it was definitely a turnaround for him. Must they also been. picked up Bauer from the Marlins or had they, had they parted ways before then, but he was in the home run derby uh, two seasons ago when the, the all-star game was in Miami. And he was really good in that because he had a very, he had a very good season that year. I mean, that guy's a power power hitting first baseman. Um, I, you know, the angels have looked good on paper, like four seasons in a row and they haven't been able to make it work. They keep doing all these like seemingly good moves and it's just not panning out. So I'm not, I, you know, I've got to think they're going to suck even, even though they signed some good guys. I mean, whenever you're just running Otani into the ground, what do you expect to happen? Uh, damn just, it. But also we don't have, your boy there this year, so that's going to be helpful. New management, management, excuse me, Brad Osmus. Eh, eh. Didn't he manage the Tigers for like a decade? Yeah, he's the worst. They picked up Tommy Listella, um, who was like a utility player for the Cubs for a very long time. He never really got play time, mm-hmm. like many of the the very good talents in in uh, Chicago. So I, I'd I'd like to see what they do with him. They'll probably do the wrong thing, though, is kind of what we've worked out here. Well, sure. that's the thing is they, they've, they've made some additions, but will it be enough to catch Houston? Because Houston didn't have a whole heck of stuff to, to tweak. I want to say what happened to them worst last year was they just got hurt at the end of the season and couldn't finish their drive in the playoffs, and they met up against a really hot Boston team. Yeah. Astros added noted Ranger Robinson Chirinos. Michael Brantley is the biggest name they added here. And it's not yeah. even close. It is that guy's so good when healthy. I didn't actually know that they added him until you said that. Yeah, I know. He's I saw that not too long ago. Holy shit! Yeah, that's scary. But the problem is going to be the health once again. That's always how it goes with him. Yeah, he's like one of the best, one of the best offensive outfielders if he stays healthy. I can't believe that Wade Miley is still a major league pitcher. I don't understand. That guy stinks. He should be working at like a canning factory or something. <laughs> Truth. 
Um, what about the A's? Thoughts here? What about the A's? What about them? Right Jerkson Profar is an A. Holy shit. Yeah, he is. It's uh, about time that wow. the Rangers got off of, off of him, though. I mean, good Lord. What was the trade that we turned down for Profar a long time ago? That oh, dude. In <laughs> hindsight, was like the wrong decision. Let me find it. You guys talk amongst yourselves. If it was well, a trade turned down by the Rangers, we made the wrong decision. It's true. They've got Marco Estrada, probably from the Blue Jays. He's he's a good starter. Fears, fears, fires, fires, fires. He's pretty good. Nick Hunley, also a sneaky good uh, catcher. Do recommend. Joaquin Soria. I can't believe he's still pitching either. Holy shit! Now we don't need to be talking about the A's additions. Uh, Their existing core um, is really good. They've still got Chris Davis, uh, Matt Olson, and then. One other power hitter. What is his name? Rex Grossman. No. I thought you were going to say Rex Burkhead for a second. <laughs> <laughs> a more current Rex. <laughs> Rex, comma, Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> I love that we managed to stall our way into... Two of us doing research instead of running the show. Love oh, it. Sorry, Matt Chapman is the other power hitter. Chris Davis, Matt Chapman, and Matt Ol- and uh, yeah, Matt Olson are the three power hitters on the A's. They're they're going to be, I think, sneaky good. Chris with a K is still there, right? Chris with a K, crush. Yeah, I was just happy. I almost pivoted us to dinosaur talk. No, you don't. Oh. Is my new secret goal this season because of Rex? Don't shake your head at that, Brandon. That was gold. <laughs> it was not gold. Are you going to talk about pitch velocity a lot? <laughs> okay, that was gold. <laughs> what about a, what about a short arm throw? <laughs> two for two, buddy. Love it. This is this is picking up right where we left off. Um, <laughs> On to the Mariners, another team that will probably do a lot of things wrong with a lot of added pieces. I love that they got. Encarnacion, I love that he was like the number one of the number one guys out there last year, and now he's just gonna rot away in Seattle. Many of these names I don't know. You know who has the biggest asshole name on this list? Malik Smith. He's fast as hell. He's gonna. (laughs) He is, but he's an asshole. Is he being named Malik instead of Alex? Just commit. Just commit. That was Malik. I love that Ichiro's on this list, though. Is he a player? What's this about? I I'm is he going to have like one ceremonial game or something? I bet you he could still hit. Yeah, I bet he could too. It's just a matter of will his arms fall off or not. So he's only forty-five. I mean, only? Bartolo is out there. Debut was April second, two thousand one. <laughs> So he has like 100,000 hits per year of his life, basically. So, you know, he was playing in the majors three months after George W. Bush was sworn in. And That's such a random... 11. How many minutes before 9-11? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we equate everything to. Okay, it looks like he's working for a chance to play in Major League Camp. That is crazy. Good. That is awesome. Good for him, man. We knew he wouldn't last long off the field. No. Didn't he say he didn't? He literally didn't know what he would do with himself after baseball. Why like, didn't he, he like, just go I work in a front office? I mean, 
that seems like a dream job for someone like him, right? I'm convinced that he's part of the reason that they're playing at the Tokyo Dome opening the season up there. I could see that. Little good of the Maybe nation. That's why of. he's on the roster. I hope not. <laughs> that could be cool. Yeah. Play, play a little bit of the first game, first couple games of the Tokyo Dome. I bet Ben, you, Justin laughed, but I'm with you. That's a good call. No, I'm just saying I support it. I, Go I just, fuck yourself. No, I support it. I'm just saying that it seems the way that Ben proposed it made it sound that the only reason he was on the team is because of that, not because he's Ichiro Suzuki. It felt disrespectful. That's why I laughed. I mean, no disrespect to one of the greatest hitters of our generation. Yes. We have an old old drop of you talking about him somewhere like Ichiro in eighth grade or something like that. Yeah. I don't know where it is. It's out there somewhere. It's a good one. Brandon, do you want to try to find that on the Dropbox? It's out there, I think. So uh, I guess that moves us on to the Texas Rangers. Before we go through the list, can we just talk about how bad they're going to be this year? Holy cow, they've got Jason Hamill? Okay, (laughs) every every single starting pitcher was a 5.5 out of 10 four and a half years ago. Holy cow. Shelby Miley, Miller? Lance Lynn, Jason Hamill, Jesse Chavez, Shelby Miller. That's a, what else do I need to say? These guys are all like used to be fine. Shelby Miller, that he's the whole reason that Atlanta got fleeced by the Diamondbacks and that whole thing. Because, <sighs> dude, they traded away what like garbage for whatever they got back. I forget what that trade looked like, but it worked out really well for, for them, for Atlanta. We got uh, Logan Forsythe. I'd say that might be the best player we picked up. Logan Forsythe? Uh, yeah. Hunter Pence, though, maybe? Sandman Flute? I mean, why not? I don't think so. How, what have his numbers been like in the last couple of years? Poop. He's terrible. He doesn't have any fundamentals. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right, let's head out east or to the yeah. <laughs> let's stop talking about they it. They had favorite. a lot of fucking acquisitions though. A lot. Yeah, we don't know who the team is anymore. They don't have an identity identity. It's Elvis Andrews and team. And Chase Darnot. <laughs> uh yeah, Ben, let's move east. Go for it. Uh Josh Donaldson to the Braves. How do you feel about that, Sam? I feel like his cabs are still really expensive and you know, we don't know if they're any good. They're definitely expensive. I don't know. He's he's a piece of shit. I don't like that guy. Um, he can be really good. Um, you know, they had a good team already. They didn't need a lot of work. But I think he'll be pushing out uh, Camargo, who showed a lot of promise at, at the hot corner. So I'm not, not convinced that's the best move. But if Donaldson is on, that's a good addition. I'm a little bit surprised they brought back Brian McCann. Why? It just seems like... I mean, what I wonder what this deal looks like. First of all, hold on. Let me look at what that deal looks like before. Can I we just talk about catchers in general and how there just aren't many that are really good at offense? Really like not. it's really it's really hard to find a great catcher, and that's why guys like McCann can stick around forever. And that's why there's like two catchers named McCann. There's a James McCann and a Brian McCann, and people just use them interchangeably. They don't even notice that they're talking about two different people. Pretty much the same person. So he's a little younger than I thought. He's 35. It's a one-year deal. So, yeah, I guess I don't have any problem with that. It, if it was going to be like a longer-term thing, just given the like youth of that team, it seems like you'd want to have 
a catcher of the future in some way, shape, or form. That there. well, they, you know, with a team that young, they might need like a, a veteran back leadership. Home. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Maybe they have someone in the farm system. For sure. They All had right. fucking Kurt Suzuki last year. So <laughs> good point. Fuck that guy. We have <laughs> we have been over that. So in its entirety. Uh, what about uh, what about Miami, Justin? Did uh. Jeter do enough for you before we get there I'll, I'll one other thing i was going to mention on that is sam i feel like at least once a year we have this catcher talk where why aren't catchers good <laughs> because their knees hurt i know but we have this talk at least once a year we really do yeah it's fair um <laughs> as far as the marlins i mean you're you add curtis granderson and i mean how could things go wrong he'll be good for 12 home runs and Hooray. seven broken shin bones <laughs> Jorge Alfaro, good catcher. Underrated. Originally a Ranger. We sent him to Philly, and now he's with the Marlins. Was that so. in the Hamels trade? I'm going to say no. Okay. That was Cole Hamels. Interesting. What do you think of Marlins picking up Pedro Alvarez? Not a bad signing. It's probably on a short-term thing, right? I don't really know what the hell is going on with them, to be honest with you. They... I, I still don't understand why they completely burnt their team down last year. I just don't don't really get it. Lewis Brinson is good, though. I do know that. He will probably need to sign elsewhere for that to really materialize, though. That would be my thought on it. But Devin Marrero played for the Red Sox for a while. Medium. Just medium. Can we just call out that they signed somebody named Sixto Sanchez? It's a pretty awesome name, though. It's a it's a great name. It's strong. If, if only his last name was Guerrero, Sixto Guerrero. Oh man, yeah. You can name your dog that, Sam. <laughs> it's a female. We'd never do that to her. Yeah, I mean, come on, Sixto Sanchez. That sounds like some made up character that we would come up with or something. Sounds like it, someone who'd show up in an ad read. Yeah, exactly. I don't know that he won't. With a gun on his hip. Yep. Uh, moving on. Six, <laughs> moving on. So moving on to the New York Mets. Robinson Cano from the Mariners. Meh. Pass. <laughs> Strong agree. Strong. Juris Familia? Back again. Back again. Off the suspension yep. list, right? Yep. Jed Lowry, when healthy, good. Played baseball a long time, feel like. use less word efficient efficient save time yeah i just saw justin wilson and for a moment i thought that was the drummer for weezer but that's patrick wilson yeah no don't think so wilson ramos was he with texas last year i don't Um, think so hmm. let's see when healthy good any other thing of note here i mean they've just got to hope that they're they stay healthy pitching wise this year that's going to be their biggest concern but we'll talk about it preview episode so what about the nationals did they add enough to replace bryce harper i think they'd trade this whole list of players for bryce harper yeah they should have just traded him when they could have and then i they... wonder if 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 he tried for that or you know like do we know if he was trying to get shopped last year? It felt like they had some, a little bit of traction on it at the deadline, but not 
fully. I don't think that they were going to move him because I think they really thought that they would be able to re-sign him at that point in time. Agree. That's where Kurt Suzuki ended up, the Nationals. Oh, then they're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, he actually hit a number of home runs last year. Jerry Hellington. And by a number, I mean there is a number that he hit, and I think it was like four. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably in the single digits is my guess. Jeremy Hellickson's a good pitcher who's struggled a little bit in the last couple of years, but I don't know. I've always liked him a lot. He's a gritty guy. It's a great guy. He came from Philly? Yep. Yep. Speaking uh, of. Speaking of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at these uh, additions. Added Bryce Harper, Andrew McCutcheon. JT Real Muto. That's a really good addition. David Robertson. John Segura. This team's going to be really good. I just don't understand why Miami wouldn't have let, let go of Real Muto a long time ago. Whenever they were shipping everybody else out of town, just never made a whole lot of sense. But good, good on him. You're right, Sam. This team's going to be fantastic. I mean, <laughs> I don't know where you go wrong here. I mean, they did nothing uh, they, but strength. They've got a things. young. They've got a great young rotation. I mean, their outfield is. It's going to be okay. It's going to be good with Bryce Harper. But I mean, if you put like Aaron Altair out there, it's not going to go very well for you. Right, but you're going to have Reese Hoskins out there too. I mean. The good news is that if they um, <laughs> if they run out of pitchers, they uh, won't have to go to the the minor league system this time by like game three. So, well, I, I think if they run out of pitchers, I'm hoping they can get a has been from the Rangers, and then they'll package uh, as Drupal Cabrera, and then he'll play next to Odubel Herrera again. That would be nice. <laughs> that'd be good. Uh, moving on, dividing by zero. uh moving on we'll pick up the pace here a little bit on these um nothing really too crazy for the brew crew other than mike moustakis is that just a re-sign yeah i think moustakis hit up their middle last year yeah i like yosmani grandal as well as just a back as kind of a another catching option i think he's pretty good alec claudio not bad the Cardinals really pissed me off. Because they got Goldschmidt? Yes. At least it's a one-year deal, but it really pisses me off. He's so good. So damn good. Yeah. I think the Cardinals might be sneaky good. They've got Carpenter and Paul DeJong and Jack Flaherty on the on the mound with Paul Goldschmidt at first. They could be they could be pretty good. Yeah. What Cubbies. About the Cubbies? They didn't do a lot. Fuck them. They really <laughs> didn't do a lot. I'm okay. glad they signed Janichi Tozawa. That's great news. That pretty much means they're going all the way. <laughs> then what about the Pirates? Uh, I don't like this Melky Cabrera. I don't like this Cabrera. No. Wrong <laughs> the worst Cabrera. The six worst. out of six for Cabrera. Strong agree. With a name like Melky, I mean, come on. Get out of here. Lonnie um, Chisenhall once hit four home runs in a game, so that's the thing. That was a thing, yes. Wasn't that with Cleveland? That was with Cleveland, yeah. yeah he's playing third base. Jung Ho Gong, uh, he has been really good in spring training. Um, he got a DUI in Korea last year, so his eligibility was sort of in question for yes. a while. But um, he's good. If he can string together like a, a healthy full season for the Pirates, he can, he can do some damage. That happened like right at the beginning of the season last year, right? Uh, yeah, I think like a couple weeks in. Yeah, something like that. Uh, moving on to the Reds, added Sonny Gray, Jose Iglesias, Matt Kemp, Puig, 
Tanner <laughs> Roark, Alex Wood. Eh, not really excited about any of those names. I didn't know Sonny Gray had made a move or had been moved. Yeah, um, I think they moved. The Yankees traded him. That's sad. I mean, I didn't think Sonny Gray would do well under the pressure of New York, like no. a low pressure environments like Oakland. He did really well. He could really shine in, in Cincinnati where nobody gives a shit. Yeah. No one at all cares. True story. Enjoy the skyline chili, Sonny. That's right. Uh, heading west, young man. NL West, we got the Diamondbacks. Yep. You got Greg Holland. That'll be yep. interesting. There's no way that guy can keep doing anything, right? No. no. I don't He's think a soft so. pud. He's not even the worst Holland, though. He's definitely <laughs> no, not. he's not. He's definitely not. There's no way Derek Holland's still bouncing around, is there? Yeah, there is. Oh, no. I'll look into that. Ben, talk about the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if there's... You can think of a worse Holland, I'll be Amsterdammed. hey oh, the Dodgers signed somebody named Jeter Downs, which sounds like if Derek Jeter opened a horse racing park. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Ten for ten would ten race again. For ten would visit and bet all my money there. Um, no, I don't think the Dodgers did enough. I mean, they 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 didn't have it when when it came time for the big show last year after they rebuilt their roster what twice. Yeah, they really didn't. They just have not been able to get together. I can't tell if Derek Holland is still around or not. Yeah, just signed with the Giants. So he re-signed there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that they did enough either. I think that they actually kind of thought they were going to get um, Manny. It seemed yeah. like it there for a little bit. The one addition I do like that they had was Joe Kelly. Yep. That guy's really damn good. Boston is definitely going to miss him at the at the end of the rotation. Or the, I, It feels like Joe Kelly is good when he's good and, you know, just terrible every other time. I feel like he could just fall off a cliff at any point. Is Strong that agree. True? Yeah, he was is better this true? past year about that. He, I think they slow played his... His uh, workload a little bit, which helped. The, they also spent a long time trying to figure out where he belonged. Like at one point, he was trying to be a starter, and that really didn't work. And then a long reliever, so it just never really worked out. It's like an angry accountant up there with his like diligence and his yes. anger. He can throw that piss out of the ball, though. To be yeah. fair, um, Giants. Derek Holland, biggest addition probably. They got Dwu Pomeranz, so that's good. How do you think Smash Mouth feels about that? Dude, don't I don't know. Just... I could ask him at the Cherry Blossom Festival next weekend. You should. Please I, do. I really, really can't deal with those assholes any more than I already do. I just, I'm up to here with them. Um, they Padres, love you. They seem to really like me. I don't know why. You're just a likable fella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what everybody says. Speaking of likable fellas, yeah, Giants did nothing for me. What about the Padres? Did they add any likable fellas? Uh, a couple. I. <laughs> whoa. They added Alan Craig. Holy crap! I can't believe that guy's still playing baseball. That like dude had the player. Do what? Burying the lead here. The most notable signing of the Padres was, <laughs> of course, Manny Machado. No, Alan Craig is way more important. That dude had the the worst statistical drop off of any baseball player ever. That's hard to wrap your mind around when you think about how many people have played baseball. I mean, conceptually, it's not that hard to wrap my mind around, but. Think about Go how on. many fucking people have played baseball, though. And he had it worse than anybody else. That's wild. Some Ian Kinsler, Manny Machado, of course. They strengthened their infield big time. I don't know if Garrett Richards really does anything for me. Sam, no, what are your out. thoughts here? He hasn't been that good in a while. Yeah. Also, I love Manny Machado the other day saying that they're probably not going to win their division, but 
they're going to try for a wild card spot. That was pretty great. <laughs> I'd be pretty fucking pissed. Being realistic. I'd be pretty damn pissed, though, if the Red Sox spent $300 million on a guy like that. And he's like, oh, well, we might make a wild card. That's What if the Red Sox sucked as much as the Padres did and he said that? That would be worse. Yeah, pretty true. That would be worse. Daniel Murphy added to the Rockies. Talk about not doing shit in the offseason. No, it Rockies seems like their GM just nothing. took a vacation. Well, things that aren't mentioned here is the extension of Nolan Arenado. Yes, which that's true. Is the highest average annual salary of any player ever. It's like 36, 33.6 or 36.3 million per yeah. year. Sneakily the best signing in the offseason, in my opinion. I, I'm hot on Arenado. I think he's been one of the best players in baseball, sneakily. He just plays in a small market team you don't hear about. Strong, strong agree. He's absolutely worth every penny, if not more than that. So I mean, this this is a guy that hits just as many home runs outside of Coors Field as he does inside, and he's you know, gold glove third baseman two, three times already, and he's, what, like 28 or something? Yeah. And that that's hard to do to hit hit bombs like that outside of course field. Yeah. yeah. He's really good. I, I think that's probably the best signing. So not not mentioned in this list, but, yeah, who gives a shit about Daniel? Yep. Well, that about wraps it up. Well, hey, that uh, that takes us for our spin with who's on first. Well, definitely thanks to everyone for tuning in. Once again, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to check us out at the brand new sensiblyloud.com. That's right, folks. We have a new home for all of your media content for you to consume. Uh, make sure to check it out. Huge props to Justin for design and implementation on a ton of that. I know Brandon helped out as well. Uh, but definitely want to give it up for them. Plus, we have we have a presence all over your social media. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Check us out at Outfielder Pod on Instagram. And make sure to check out all of our other wonderful podcasts. On the break, between the hashes, Sensibly Loud Radio, Just Peachy. Thank you all so much. We want to thank everybody for tuning in for episode 58 of the Outfielder Podcast. We would like to thank all of our fans, Sensibly Loud Media, our sponsors, and those with the sharp eye to keep the runners close. Grounds crew, please keep patrolling that outfield. Big ups to Kevin Towers. Don't text and drive. And we'll see you right back here next time on the Outfielder Podcast. Yeah.